This year has been the year of our emergency response solution. We had a high expectation in terms of reception. Why don't we already have medical record systems that are widely used in hospitals? Like, this should exist. Hello, friends. Welcome to another exciting episode of Ready Next. My guest today is Demeji Shofora. Demeji is co-founder and CFO at Helium Health, a company on the path to becoming Africa's number one health tech brand. Prior to this, Demeji, a law graduate and finance guru, was a general partner at Magic Fund, a venture capital organization. He has also worked in such impressive stables as the respected law firm Aluko and Oyebode, as well as blue chip financial services company Goldman Sachs. A couple of things fascinate me about Dimeji. Firstly, his love of sports, and I think we'll get a chance to dig a little bit into that. Um, but also his love for all things to do with Africa and the progress of the continent. I would like to give you a warm welcome, Dimeji. Welcome to Ready Next. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Tosin. Pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. And um, I'm really excited to dive into this episode. But before we go full steam into the sort of African healthcare industry mm -hmm. and all the promise, you know, that it holds, I'd love to learn a little bit more about you. Uh, so I know you love football. And as I mentioned earlier, I know you love Africa and all things Africa. Take us on a journey. Uh, tell us a little bit more about yourself sure. and your journey to, to where you are at now. No, of course, of course, of course. And um, I hope you don't end this podcast early due to the rivalry, but, you know, we're here, we're here. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, okay, let me see. Quick background about myself. Um, so I actually studied law at um, a university. So I went to Leeds, um, University of Leeds, and then also um, did my master's in banking and finance law, Aquimary in London. So I'd always, you know, had interest in law, you know, um, especially on the finance side. And um, so we had, uh, we had worked on a software before, it was a messaging application, and this was right after, right after uni. So I worked on that for a few months. And um, after, um, after, after, after those few months, uh, we sold it to one of our clients. And, you know, it was, it was the beginning of, you know, um, they were waiting for us that okay we could actually do something meaningful you know um, in in tech you know so he he's more um, on the you know technical side product side and the overall um, thinking on 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 that side of things I do you know of course the boring operational things you know but someone has to do the it. Much <laughs> the money stuff. <laughs> But it's cool, yeah. Yeah, Please. yeah, yeah. Someone has to do. So yeah, um, so we did that. But but around the same time, you know, um, I was always thinking um, about you know, of course, moving back to Nigeria, you know, um, doing stuff on the continent, you know. So we had several conversations around what, how we could be, you know, impactful in that in that area, you know. So we set out to you know research that and. We spent a long over a year just you know speaking to different stakeholders you know just trying to understand understand the the space you know and um that was when we 
in finding out what problem we could solve, that was where you know the problem actually um, revealed itself because you know yeah. there was there was actually a huge um, data problem. Um, you know, no one really knew what was going on in the healthcare space. You know, um, data was so fragmented. So for us, um, um, we decided, okay, let's solve that data problem and also you know um, the different inefficiencies in the in the um, healthcare healthcare sector you know inadequate resources of course lack of digitization as well so it all made sense to then you know yeah. um, use technology to solve this problem electronic medical records as amr has been a lifesaver usually you want to come to hospital you'll be thinking of how you get your records and that takes a good amount of time because it's paper that means somebody has to come in to search for your name, your middle name, your surname, to so make sure we, you know, match the exact person with the exact record. Now, we're looking at a scenario where you have a lot of people. At a time, you can have 500 patients in a hospital. So guessing how far they're going to take you an hour to, if you're lucky, sometimes three, four hours. And if they don't see your records, you have to wait, you have to go open another file. That was the problem we were having in Nigeria, actually. Well, so it all made sense to then you know yeah. um use technology to solve this problem so the this um well, what made sense to us at the time was building a software for the hospitals to aid digitization automation and you know helping solve that data problem and that was how we um we ended up building um at the start an emr um for hospitals you know an end-to-end -end solution from moment the patient goes into a hospital to when patient leaves the hospital, all of that, you know, process. Uh, so mm. are any of your other co-founders medical professionals in any way? Are they doctors? Are they uh, sort of service delivery personnel? Do they work around hospital? I mean, I know you mentioned that Goking attended John Hopkins University, which, you know, is famed for its medical department. Uh, but I guess you know, he might have studied something else there. I don't know. That. Can you? All right. Him? Oh no. So he he studied um, engineering. So oh, so wow. that's why he um he has the product um, engineering experience. But I mean, over over the years, we've you know surrounded ourselves with people that you know understand that. You know, and we've also gotten a lot of experience with um, understanding the healthcare healthcare market, healthcare sector. You know, so so for us and which which is really vital as um, founders, you know, is building a great team to, yeah, yeah to, you know, um, help solve the problems that you have the vision to, um, to solve. You know, actually some of the best founders and some of the best startups were founded by, you know, outsiders that wanted to disrupt the industry. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Uh, For me, yeah. like personally, I, I don't, I, I don't think, you know, what you, what you studied in school or you know your background really of course there's certain things that you need that uh, specialized kind of like i mean you have to go to medical school to be a doctor right so there's no there's no negotiating that one but yeah. you know but uh, um other things that um you know especially in the arts that and um tech sectors that you know you don't need to have you know um, studied that particular thing to be creative or to you know explore you know so so yeah um i'm a big advocate for just trying new things challenge yourself you know um you, you just never know so clearly there are issues with our infrastructure and delivery mechanisms on the african continent 
but I know that the medical industry has many problems globally, but I wanted to kind of focus on what were the big challenges that you and the team saw, you know, as you started to unpack, you know, this opportunity and what were the early kinds of resistance or struggles, if you like, that you guys sure. had to overcome? Sure, of course. Yeah. So I would say um, at the start for us, our days like three main um, challenges that that we saw, you know, and um, first is was the inefficiencies in the in healthcare delivery. So inadequate resources and lack of digitization or automation, you know, so the infrastructure, even, you know, building a software and then for us, we couldn't just take the software out to, to hospitals because first off, especially, you know, um, in, in very rural areas as well, right? First off, the infrastructure to use your software isn't there. So like it's this. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you have a software, but okay, the hospital doesn't have computers. They don't have good internet for, you know, the cloud network. Um, they don't have um, consistent power to, you know, power these devices. So. So yeah, there was the infrastructural challenges that, you know, we faced yes. while trying to solve these inefficiencies. So that was a major, that was a major um, sticking point for us. So, um, so at different points, you had to find, um, you know, creative ways, you know, and work with these um, healthcare facilities to, you know, solve these problems, whether it's, you know, um, working with vendors that provide, you know, solar power, you know, um, companies that provide computers, and um, similar devices, you know, just right. to ensure that they have the appropriate infrastructure to use the software, you know. Right. And um, and then the second second um, um, problem that, that that was paramount or is paramount was the healthcare financing deficit, you know. So so um, and which of course limits the resources available for these hospitals, you know. So hospitals finding it hard to um get you know financing you know they they go to the banks but the process for collecting loans or accessing funds is odious so you know they 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 tend to you know start the process but not end up you know going through going through the process and that affects um the financing available to them so yeah. so there's a there's a huge um gap in financing for for hospitals and that was what led us to and after after a few years of running the company, we um, we sat down with these um, um, facilities and we realized that this was a huge problem. So this led us to launch um, Helium Credit, which is a financing solution where we provide loans to to um, healthcare facilities, you know, to solve this um, this uh, major challenge that they face in you know um, in healthcare delivery. So. Yeah. I, so for us, the healthcare financing deficit was another challenge, and you know the limited resource um, availability, whether it's you know working capital or you know um, medical equipment, you know the asset financing, or they needed to open a new location. You know there was just that financing gap that was there that we felt the need to to bridge. So um, so that was the I would say the second challenge. The third one, of course, is on uh, um, the data. Um, access to um, data and yes. yes, exactly. Limited access to data, and um, which for us was major because healthcare stakeholders 
for instance, the government, pharmaceutical companies, aid agencies, they need data to, you know, inform the decisions. You know, you want to know, you know, what diseases are prevalent in an area. You want to know, you know, um, what areas you need to, you know, allocate resources, certain resources to, you know, public health stakeholders need to, you know, think through these problems with data because it helps you to target the resources, you know, and uh, avoid wastage, you know. So, so for us, and, and remember when I said um, when we started off, the data problem was something that stuck to us, and you know, it's yeah. So that was a huge, you know, huge sticking point, you know, that um, access um, to data. So for us, the challenge that we want to solve as well with technology. So those, those I would say were the three main things for us. And I think that's really a massive undertaking because as it said, you know, you're trying to solve one problem on the continent of Africa and there are like 10 child. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. When, when we started, when we started, <laughs> when we started off, you know, we thought, oh yeah, we'll just be in a NMR, everything will be fine, you know. And now we found ourselves, you know, doing like multiple, multiple things that we didn't initially sign up for, but you know, we sort of have to do. So, so yeah, it's, and I'm sure there's more coming, but. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I guess that's the beauty and the challenge at the same time of being an entrepreneur is that yeah. you know that there will be challenges that were unforeseen you know when you started out but you know big things like you know providing um computing uh, infrastructure or helping to solve for alternate power supply you have a few verticals within the business now uh, what do those look like uh, what are the different service um, uh, lines that you have, mm -hmm. for want of a better term, uh, within Helium Health? Sure, sure, sure thing. Okay, so I'll start with um, with our Helium OS operating system, which is the, you know, electronic medical record, hospital management um, information system. Um, so that, that's, that is the heart of the, you know, the hospital, the engine that makes the um, healthcare facilities run, you know, so, so with that, hospitals are able to manage their processes seamlessly, you know, and the way we thought about it was, you know, ensuring that it follows the stages of a patient's journey in the, in the hospital, right? So, so from when the patient comes in, you know, of course you see the front there, they take your um, social information, your profile and um, ask you, you know, um, those initial questions and then yes. you get transferred to you know the nurses session they take your vitals you know so all of that is you know done on the emr that's imputed and then you get transferred say to um to the doctor and the doctors have um, opened up a medical encounter note where you know they um once they when they're onboarded um they um, they can build the forms so because um doctors typically know how they want to interact with the patient you know yes. um so they have they have um, 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 a particular flow that they want, so they can yeah. custom they, they can customize this form to how they want it. So then um, once they see the patient, they just follow that um, that flow. Flow, yes. So yeah, of course they see the doctors, you know, and we, we place a lot of premium on the on the um, uniqueness and the um, user experience, you know, and the um, UI just to the user interface to ensure that you know it's also appealing you know you want to use something that looks 
that looks good but yes. and also very simple to use you know um a lot of a lot of these um users and um um healthcare professionals of course use social media you know and they use they're used to the timeline view of you know you're scrolling on the timeline yeah, you click here cool. exactly yes. so we also built it like that to make it intuitive to something that people are already used to as well with with that um that user experience so no, i'm fascinated so yeah. by jumping there i I'm, mm -hmm. I'm i think you're making some really fantastic points that you know very easily we can gloss over but i the first thing is i like how interchangeably you use the word patient user and customer um <laughs> i i don't think in africa the thinking is that you know your patient is actually a customer that your patient is actually a user and i also think it's fascinating that you're not going in trying to change the um doctor's approach especially because just like every other client doctors all have their individual processes each hospital has a way of doing their thing yeah yeah it's sure sure yeah. yeah so um so outside of that um so the learnings that we gained from the um from the Helium OS was, you know, I said earlier, we realized that these hospitals needed financing, you know. So um, that's when Helium credits um, came came into play. And for us, this was to help them get, you know, short-term loans that otherwise would have been very difficult to, um, to obtain from, you know, um, financial institutions that they're typically used to because they're going through the same process if you had to buy a luxury car for instance you, and you go to the um, to the bank for a loan it is the same process you follow will be the same process the hospital will follow to get yeah. to get that loan you know so so yeah. for us we decided you know what let's try to do this and make the process seamless nigerians are traveling abroad for medical tourism 2020 has been a masterclass in the importance of healthcare industry i'll say the jury is still out on whether we have learned the lesson from COVID. We first need to come through COVID to see if we've learned that lesson. In Nigeria, for example, when people, when health facilities need credit, um, traditional lending institutions like commercial banks don't find healthcare to be particularly attractive businesses to give loans to. We all know what the, the pressure it places on our foreign reserves when it comes to demand for foreign exchange. It's the, the figures are staggering. So. If other countries are making money from our citizens, it is viable. Healthcare is everybody's business. At some point in your life, you have full body contact with the healthcare industry, whether it's the day you're born, the day you die, or somewhere in between. You will meet a doctor, you will be in their office, they will meet you, you will go to a pharmacy, you will get tests done. You know, somehow, some way, you will come into contact with the healthcare industry. The number one biggest problem every industry in Nigeria faces is an access to capital. Africa has a $66 billion per annum healthcare financing deficit, meaning like we need that much more. You know, have a, um, have a uh, credit decisioning um, system that was very seamless, easy to, easy to follow, get, get a team around it, you know, speak to the, engage the users and, um, you know, um, go to the um, hospital owners, you know, just hear from them, you know, um, have that, you know, um, relationship with them. Because, and, you know, the way we thought about it was some of them are using the software, some of them are not, but 
once they you know obtain these loans and they're not using the software they're they're more amenable to then using the software and we, uh, we realized uh, we realized over the years that you know this um, financing app has been something that they've been you know waiting for and um, the demand ended up being being really uh, really high on that so so yeah that was that was a very um, that was a very important um, business line for us. Um, right now as a company um i'll say the i'll say the only other thing that i can just touch on briefly is um is the way we also think about the delivery of this right um so of course public health is is a very important um area in healthcare right so and for us uh, we we cannot ignore that so um we do um, work with public health organizations you know to help in the dispensation of of healthcare so whatever whatever initiative they have whether it's you know on um the maternal side or you know infant mortality side um you know any um any sort of public health initiative that our technology can can help with will um we work with public health organizations to then help them be we, we then become their the technical partner the technology partners in you know solving those problems so that's another way we um, this, um help in the delivery of uh, of our healthcare solutions you talked mm. about rural access you know mm. there are places you know if we use nigeria as an example that you can walk into you want to actually digitize you want to help but some things are missing you yeah. know um and i think this for instance, might be a, an opportunity for the government to come in. So what areas do you think the big stakeholders should pay attention to? Yeah, of course. Um, and I would say, um, you know, in thinking about the rural areas, this is where, you know, universal health coverage, you know, comes into play, you know, ensuring that there is access to healthcare for anyone in the, in the country, regardless of the economic, you know, status or, you know, um, region, right? So, so universal healthcare access and ensuring that the infrastructure is is available and and not just available is operational yeah. in these in these areas you know so investing heavily in healthcare infrastructure you know and um and i think in doing this um a lot of public private partnerships uh, would be essential so government and private and private sector working together you know, pulling the resources to ensure that, you know, healthcare delivery, healthcare access is available, you know, um, nationwide. So um, that's, that's something I would, I would highly, um, highly advocate for, but also um, data driven decision making is, is vital, right. you know, um, to do, to do all of these things, right. Instead of diving in, going in blindly, you know, you know, following the data, you know, looking at the data to ensure that, um, okay, well, um, in, in, um, the, in, um, doing the universal healthcare coverage, I mean, you're not just going to start with everything at once, right? You can follow the data, see where, where is best to start with, or the private sector, the public sector, the, you know, um, individuals, everyone has to work together to ensure that, you know, the success of this, um, is paramount. And those are the things that then translate into more positive health indicators, you know, for the public. So I find it really, you know, fascinating this entire world of being able to apply technology to healthcare. But mm -hmm. maybe 
it would it would then lead me to this question that why does helium health in your opinion think you want to be the number one brand in africa delivering this innovation delivering this transformation yeah sure sure um so for us um you know like i said technology is something that we we really really you know care about and solving problems through technology but you know and before we started this, a lot of research went into it, right? Um, you know, looking at different problems, looking at different areas, you know. Um, but it was it was the healthcare um, sector that we, we we looked at and we were like, okay, this there's a lot of impact we can we can make here. And for us, uh, it was the impact, the potential impact that led us to to decide on this, right? Because because healthcare in itself isn't isn't the most, you know. Yeah, like the sexiest <laughs> yeah. sector, a sector, yeah, yes. a sector to um, to, I know what to you work mean. at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but for us, um, we know that you know it's 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 not it's not it's not healthcare isn't going anywhere, right? You know, yeah. and it's it's very important. There's every every individual thinks about their health. Every government thinks about the healthcare you know sector. You know, so. It's something that we know it's, it's always going to be, you know, important and the impact we can make here, especially in in the continent, would would pretty much be everlasting, you know. So so for us, um, it was really about that, um, the potential impact that um, technology with healthcare, with the solutions that we um, will build and will um, deploying, how that, you know, that would how that would you know resonate um, around um, across the continent? That's that's great. I mean, you, you, you I almost can hear you paraphrasing something that uh, gentleman I think that you will know very well, Paul Graham of YC Y Combinator, mm -hmm. would say that you know if you're solving a problem, look for a big and real or boring problem, because boring problems tend to be real problems. You know whether it's in healthcare, whether it's in transport, whether it's in Ele rural electrification these aren't things that we all wake up you know feeling warm and fuzzy on the inside about but they are essential so if you think about the next three to five years what will be your goal your ambition uh, as helium health you know in terms of your picture of success yeah sure thing sure thing um i mean funny you mentioned um program because we actually went through white combinator in wow. 2017 <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, so maybe we did hear that somewhere and you know, that stuck with us. So, right. so yeah, that was funny that you mentioned that. Um, yeah, so for us, um, I'll say in the next three to five years is, you know, just really cementing ourselves as, you know, the go-to healthcare technology company in Africa, you know, in the region, you know, just ensuring that all, um, you know, we've connected with the different stakeholders, you know, everything that we've said we want to do everything the impact that we said we, we want to achieve that we we have done that you know um i mean we're still we're still a long way away but i would say you know for us it's just you know getting to getting to that point where you know we're, we've accelerated that you know data-driven thinking um around healthcare um in the continent so yeah i would say just getting to that point for us would would count as success that's brilliant. I mean, you talk about impact, you talk about being the go-to uh, healthcare brand, you know, on the continent. That's a very bold um, <laughs> assertion, but I can see, 
you know, just talking through the detail with you, the work that you guys are doing on the journey to getting there. I, you know, I wish you um, the absolute best, you know, Thank as you go on that journey. And as we start to wrap up, mm-hmm. you know, I want to just drill further into that future perspective that we started to talk about. You know, as Africans, you know, I'm sure a lot of Africans are watching and listening to this. And the rest of the world is also paying a lot of attention to Africa these days. Uh, medical professionals and also maybe the users and customers that you mentioned, the patients, you know, the public who will access, no doubt, some of the systems that you are helping put in place, you know, should they all remain hopeful, you know, um, or should we just, you know, manage our expectations? (laughs) (laughs) I like how you phrase that. Um, So, I mean, we're doing this if, if I mean I'm here, you know, speaking to you about this. I wouldn't be here if I was in hopeful, right? So, so yeah, so that's that's um, that's step one. But um, I would say it's it's not gonna be an easy, you know, journey. There's still a very very long way to go. There's still many more challenges to come. But of course, the desire, the hope, the you know, working towards overcoming those challenges is something that. You know we're ready for and uh, we hope to um to achieve but i would say overall yeah of course we have to we have to be hopeful um there is there is you know the vision is there you know and you know it's just about the journey to get in there um so if if the vision wasn't there then you know there wouldn't be any point in doing it but you know um, speaking to people that care about this, you know, working with people that care about this, you know, you know, even you, um, you know, accepting to, you know, um, hear um, what we have to say about this as well is, you know, um, getting to that point where everyone, whether it's, you know, just passively listening or, you know, actively taking part, doing one thing or the other in in, in, in different healthcare communities and uh, being different healthcare stakeholders, you know, because it touches everyone, whether yes. you like it or not, right? So, so I would say, I would say yes, um, it's it's a very very hopeful future. It's, I mean, it's there's no easy way to get there, but I mean, we will get there, hopefully. Yeah. We're, we're all here when we get there, but yeah, I, I know for a fact that we will get there. Amazing. I, I love you ending on the note that we will get there, you know, and that it's a hopeful future. Whether that is this, you know, our sunny sunrise somewhere in the world disposition as Africans, or whether it is the fact that through the experience of the work that you're doing, you're starting to see transformation gather steam. I want to join my hope, you know, to mm-hmm. your and, you know, tell the viewers the listeners that healthcare is fundamental on the continent and we're very proud and excited to see the kind of work groundbreaking work i might add that uh, you know a, a fantastic brand like helium health is doing in this space opening up you know healthcare infrastructure data driven healthcare and the delivery of phenomenal uh, healthcare on the continent massive thanks to you demeji uh, thanks to Goke, your entire team, and to you, the audience. Thanks for watching, and I'm inviting you to join us on the very next episode of Ready Next.